0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Fulfillment Podcast, where we help discover a better you by finding fulfillment in life, relationships, and finance. I'm your host, Josh, and in this episode, I have a special guest. Brought in my little cousin, Mariah, in, in from out of town, and I wanted to bring her in on the show. Uh, we have a lot of really good, uh, in depth conversations on a lot of the stuff and the topics that we talk about in this podcast. So, as we're uh, driving back and as we kind of like go explore and do all sorts of crazy different things, um it's good to have somebody that you can have kind of like these in-depth conversations with so without giving too much away mariah welcome to the show
1: Woo! thank you also i just want to make note that i'm you say i'm your little cousin as i'm like 12 yeah kind?
0: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> you are and you are we the grew up tiny. together thank you so you're what you're 28 i'm right? 28 yes 28 i am 29 right now yeah, so i'm your younger
1: time. cousin not your little cousin
0: yeah younger also s- quite smaller but agreed not too much off um But, yeah, so kind of just wanted to bring Mariah on, give you guys a whole bunch of, like, in-depth conversations because I think the stuff that we talk about is super useful. And I think it's stuff that um, really ties in or relates a lot to the conversations that really are posted on here and the different episodes that we have. So as we – even, like, yesterday, as we were coming back from from Denver driving down – Just kind of discussing the things that we talked about in the car was really cool. I think we had a lot of things we talked about in terms of, you know, the way our parents kind of grew up and raised us and the way we're figuring out now that they don't even have their shit together. Whereas we think we do now, you know, it's like everything has shifted and it's super weird just to realize that like also now we're the almost the experts and everybody's kind of like taking advice from us as we're going through things.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's definitely, definitely interesting.
0: It is. It's an interesting paradigm shift. And I think that's, if you think about it, right, that's kind of like the most important pieces. Realizing that we grow up understanding, like our parents teach us, what they understand is kind of like the best thing. But at the same time, they're they're as almost clueless as we are now.
1: Oh, yeah. They're figuring it out along, you know, their journey too, yeah. for yeah. sure. And especially when you get to this point now where, you know, we are 28, 29, and we are on such a different path than they were at this age and yeah. so it, it 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 gets interesting especially you know when they're trying to still be like your elders and give you advice and all this stuff but totally, different, totally path. different
0: to give you guys a little background so mariah and i kind of have taken like a similar we've taken like a similar path through this whole growing up and relationship thing and getting like into the growth phase of where we are in life um we got married at a relatively young age kind of around when our parents did almost maybe a little bit later but um, earlier than most of our like siblings and you know, other cousins and stuff. And then we both went through some sort of like realization or awakening or difficult event to where we then broke it off. So like we've both been married, we've both been divorced and we've gone into this transformation phase of realizing that there's all these different things that we have to learn and realize and understand before we really get to be to that like genuine happy point again. And it's, it's all about really learning the discovery in the process that you have to go through in order to get there. And it's not easy. Like there's a ton of shit that I've learned as I've gone through really the last, I say three years since I've been in Colorado that I've, I personally have gone through to discover how you can identify love, fall in love, lose that same thing all in the name of growth so that you've built this like sustainable relationship. I think you've kind of gone through something similar too, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, Hundred percent.
0: It's interesting. I just think when you look back at the way things have gone, and I know we talked about this earlier, but when you look back at the way that all the different events and processes and stuff that played out, you almost notice that there's there's like a method to the madness, right?
1: Oh yeah, for sure. The puzzle pieces they all come, but they all come sporadic and at different times. And when you you know they start to kind of come together, it's pretty awesome. And then you get addicted to the process and growing and you know, figuring it all out and putting it all together.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's crazy to see how, because we talked about, so one of the first things we talked about last night, or one of, the, it was actually like one of the last things we talked about as we were driving back, was how you're just, it's almost like the universe does things and puts things in your way to start and like almost teach you or put you on a path, right, to teach you these lessons and these things you have to learn as you go through like your own like personal individual journey. To, to figure these lessons out and to find right because we talked about how you were with the, the person you actually married and then after you got through that divorce then you met somebody else and you're like oh man like this guy's even better and then oh yeah
1: always gets better
0: yeah it, it always gets better exactly like constantly improving and constantly growing and you as long as you like don't settle for either like going back or something worse then you're always going to be moving forward and it's like the the relationship you had right after the divorce like you realize you're like oh this is so much better but it wasn't everything you wanted and you let go of that you didn't stay in it because you've done that once you've learned that lesson and by letting go of that you then found something that's even like the next best thing
1: for sure just keeps going up and I think that you know that's big with continuing to grow yourself right because I could easily get stuck at a point and then maybe I don't outgrow that relationship or not even outgrow but like come to realization that hey this is great because I don't think all breakups and stuff need to be a bad thing but that there's there's still so much out there and there's still so much growing you have to do as individuals um, before you can even do that together and sometimes you have to go separate ways to do that individually
0: yeah almost like you have to go experience becoming what self-love like becoming yourself really before you can come back together
1: For sure. And definitely being yourself, because I also think that's a huge thing with relationships. And if you're not ready to be in one, then sometimes the growing, you know, gets, I don't know, a little hazy and whatnot, because you're so focused on being in this relationship that maybe you keep yourself from doing something that you would do if you were by yourself. Mm. But since you're in this relationship, you're like, oh, you know, maybe that person's not so into this or maybe they wouldn't like this idea. So you kind of tweak your path. Mm. Therefore, you're not totally figuring yourself out yeah you know you're kind of shaving off the edges and molding yourself into something that you think this person wants you to be and then I think that just kind of snowballs into a relationship as well
0: do you think a lot of people do that like I do because I think it's super
1: easy I mean I've definitely done it Um, I think when you're with somebody and your lives kind of combine and whatnot you you want to make that person happy right you want them to be with you as well and so you get caught up in thinking about doing everything for them Mm. or how you know stuff that would like fulfill them I guess instead of working on yourself and I think it's kind of like the whole the whole um flying airport airplane thing where it's like you got to put your oxygen mask on first Mm. before you're able to help anyone else out and if you're starting to like shift your life to be the person that you know the person you're with wants you to be or this and that, then you're losing yourself whether you realize it or not.
0: Yeah. Almost like they fell in, they fell in love with it really with, with you for, for being yourself. For sure.
1: Before they were around to yeah. skew your, you know, your, your way. Before because
0: Yeah. And that's really, it's actually like a really interesting topic because once you start changing, like, so they fall in love with the person that you are, and then you start changing yourself because you're not comfortable with who you are. You think that you should be somebody better because you're not the best version of yourself. Right. Whereas almost like if you were to take that time and spend it by yourself, you would become the best version of yourself. So when you are with them, there's no changing to do because you're already the best person. There's no like, I have to be better.
1: For sure. And I think you have to, I think it's a fight because I'm kind of, you know, going through that a little bit right now where it's like, it's so easy to give yourself to somebody in a sense of like, I consider myself a giver, right? Like I very much like to make other people happy. I love it. And I will lose myself in bending over backwards to do that, whether it's like, uh, you know, a friendship, a relationship, any, any sort of just people in general, I like to make them happy. Right. And I have learned the hard way to make sure that I have to take care of myself and I have to stay true to like who I am. And I have to do things for myself Mm -hmm. in order to do those the best that I can. And I can still get to a path where it's like, Ooh, I want to do this and I can get caught up in this and this and this, but wait a minute. I haven't done the things that I like to do for myself. And I got to still do that so that I can be the best me so that I can be the best version of myself for that relationship, right? Like even the person that I'm in a relationship with, the best thing that they could do for me is to be the best them. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be other aspects than just like doing stuff with me, right? That's going to be having their own hobbies and doing their own growth and all that other jazz.
0: Yeah. Like there's a lot of uh, just personal insecurities that can come out if you don't spend that time right to to heal and sacrifice yourself and self-love like learn how to just be comfortable alone
1: for sure for sure because I also don't think that it is right to put all that pressure of like your own your happiness and fulfillment on somebody else I don't Mm -hmm. think that that's possible Um, okay I and I think that's just a lot of pressure right so if you're looking to another person and saying like hey you make Mm -hmm. me happy you're where my happiness comes from yeah that's they're they're still human. I mean, they're gonna have their ups and downs and this and that. So if that's your stable foundation is them and their emotions, yeah. you're screwed. I've, not- I mean, I've been there and I've been the person that the other person has turned to me for that, and it is stressful. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, breakdowns gonna happen, and like. Uh, Dude, I can barely keep myself in check, right. you know, let alone right. then the added pressure of like, shit, if I'm not happy and I don't have it figured out, this person's telling me that they can't be happy. Like, oh, hell no.
0: Yeah. It almost, it almost makes it like, like you have to have your shit straight because now you're figuring something out. Cause like, if you're going to help somebody else, then you already have to kind of know what you're doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A thousand percent.
0: And if you don't know what you're doing, there's and, no fucking yeah. way you're going to help someone no, else figure it out either.
1: Absolutely not. But <laughs> I mean, I've been caught in that. It's Yeah. You know, and you don't know what you don't know.
0: Right. And it takes these, like, lessons and these times that you have to go through in order to learn those difficult lessons to take forward with you.
1: It's a bittersweet process, definitely. It's almost like
0: um, we talked about the the person that you're dating now, right? You saw them before, like, what, before COVID, really? Yeah. In the the restaurant, right? You saw them, not in a restaurant, (laughs) it was (laughs) a grocery store. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And during that time, so you ran across them in the grocery store but you didn't say any. like it was probably you both probably saw each other at different points like you didn't know and you just ignored the moment almost altogether.
1: yeah you know, I, I know, right because
0: crazy, yeah. what and, I, and and we talked about but like what was happening was almost here's a teaser of like where you're going and what you're going to have or where you could be right this for is sure, but i it, but you weren't ready
1: timing wasn't there
0: the timing wasn't ready mm-hmm. for you it wasn't right yeah. And it was the universe putting that like, this is the taste of where we're going to go. Here's the goal that we're going to achieve. We still have a lot to do until we get to that point. You have
1: a few things where, yeah, like I could have easily, you know, made small talk. Cool. Yeah. It's whatever. Go about your day. Even if talk got deeper than that, I don't know. I probably would have kept myself shut off just because of a mm-hmm. situation that I was in, or I'm pretty sure I was kind of, you know, like talking to a
0: somebody else. possible
1: dude, whatever at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just funny to think back now because I remember specifically seeing him in the store from whatever, you know, not that far away. Yeah. And just like, hmm, I could easily go say hi, but I'm just not. Something is just, no. Nope. Something's telling me not to. Yeah, and now fast forward a few months, six months, whatever it was, I don't know, more than that. Uh, Wow, we've been in this COVID shit for a long time. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. Um, but anyway, yeah, fast forward and then it's just kind of like when things are ready, <clears> when you're ready and can appreciate what's in front of you, then... It presents itself and yeah it's interesting
0: do you think that there is um i guess a gut feeling or some sort of internal knowing to where you know when to say hi and when to hold back and wh- what is the right time and what is not the right time because if you uh, would have interfered at that point do you think things would be different today than what they are pardon me if what if you would have interfered so like said something yeah at that point when it wasn't planned or proper
1: I know, that's interesting, because I have thought about that before, if it would change something, mm-hmm. and...
0: Do you think you'd be in a different I place? I
1: do, just because of the way things... Yeah, I do. Yeah. I definitely do. I think it would have, because... Maybe there would have been less interest to have caught up, mm-hmm. since we had, okay. you know, had yeah. little small talk or whatever. Um, or, you know, if... I I can't remember... I guess I wasn't dating anyone. I know I wasn't dating anyone. But I'm sure, whatever, I was talking to somebody. And I think I would have shut that down then, maybe the opportunity. Because I'm very much one, like, if I kind of have a door open. I'm not about to have, like, 1,200 doors open. That's yeah. way too exhausting. And la da a whole different subject. But... Um, but I don't know, I could have just had my guard up super high and strong to where it wouldn't even been a possibility on either end for anything else to have opened, you know, for whether him to reach out to me or me to reach out later on. Like, yeah. I do think it would have changed stuff for sure.
0: Changed your your willingness almost to accept that.
1: Yeah. And it's weird how easily, because I'm a people <clears> person, so typically I like to, you know, say hi, chat it up, whatever. And um, especially to this person specifically. Yeah well that's good yeah so um yeah so for me to just have so calmly just not is weird but now to think about it you know and you think back at things and you're like wow shit does happen for a reason and there is such a bigger plan and it's so freaking amazing when you're able to be in a spot that you like see past events line up and that's so cool and then to think that I'm in one right now, Hmm. you know, that give it a year, five years, 10 years, that this is all just going to play into the puzzle as well. That excites me. That motivates me. Which
0: is interesting, right? Because you're, as you, you can look back and recognize events and things that have happened and almost think like, oh wow that's cool you can see this pattern you can see how things you weren't ready and then time went through you went through some whatever healing again and then Mm -hmm. also now you were ready and then it worked out and now things are beautiful and now when you can recognize kind of the way things have happened in the past start applying almost that same principle to the future you can see where you're at now and where you're going to be going and you can see how you are in that process and where you're at in it right
1: well and it's still crazy like even people right people that pop up whether it's a day that spark a conversation whatever people mm-hmm. that come into your lives and so out of the blue right like i have people i don't know all the time i don't know if it's just like my line of work if it's because people have told me i'm approachable if it's like i like to have conversation just and learn about people
0: just the sweetest onion in the. Patch. <laughs> i know i'm an angel <laughs>
1: <in> time, but <laughs> i uh people pop in and then it's nice down the road to be like wow this is why they were in my life and now to think tomorrow, today, in an hour, like somebody could pop into your life that you're like, holy shit, how yeah. I can't even imagine, you know, my life before you came in or how you kind of turned my views and this and that. And yeah. like, I'm only 28, you know, how many people are going to pop in and out of my life and the things and, you know, lessons I'm going to learn and take away and stuff. It's just, it's, crazy. it's awesome. It's really cool. And then mm-hmm. when that starts to happen, then I like to be able to open myself up you know, to opportunities and say yes to things or put myself out there or get out of my comfort zone a little yeah. bit because I know how rewarding it is.
0: Yeah. You kind of, you can almost predict kind of the way things are, the way things are going. It's interesting. I think it's super cool. It's really cool to be able to understand that and be, be able to not, not so much predict, but just be like vulnerable to that possibility. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like you said before, like, if do you think there's a piece of the self-growth like what do you think is the most important piece of self-growth is it being able to be vulnerable to you know the next the whatever is about to happen like to where you would be shut off and have a wall built instead
1: um for one I think it's super super important to realize you're never done growing
0: yes and I think
1: that kind of feeds in then to keeping yourself open Mm -hmm. right open-minded um open hearted uh, to be able to let things in or people in and to be able to reflect. Okay. I think is huge. Um, and to accept like your emotions and your mindset, you know, it's so easy. I don't know whether I think for everyone, but even sometimes being a girl or a teenage girl and you're like, Oh shit, I'm being that crazy psycho bitch, you mm-hmm. know, and you're so worried about being that crazy psycho person that you like feel you have to bottle everything up because you don't want people to see your psycho well huh. you know what that shit overflows and you become psycho so i've learned that just embrace your emotions you know if you're feeling jealous at a time just put it out there yeah. wow that made me feel super jealous whether that's justified or not whatever okay. that's my emotion or you know what today i'm just having a shit day why am i having a shit day is it something that i can where's where's the bottom of it you know that it stems from that i can grow and pick apart and then that's where i feel like you do a lot of self-growth or learning like i know for me where it's just kind of reflecting and analyzing a situation like hmm what's the real reason i felt this emotion you know is it because of the little event that happened or is that stemming from an insecurity that maybe is from the past or whatnot that i need to get to the absolute bottom to begin to Um, Move forward rather than just patch up that situation.
0: Do you think it's important to keep that to yourself? Or do you kind of bounce that off of somebody when you're going through that? Discovery process that self-growth self-love process.
1: Honestly, I think a good balance of both I think no one knows you like you know, you Hmm. Right. No Mm -hmm. one has all your events all of the things you've been a part of Okay, so no one has the background that you do on have that you have on yourself But with that being said, I know sometimes it can be really easy to get in your own head and this and that. And I think that's when it's important to have your few friends or family members or whoever it is that that know you. Right. And Mm -hmm. and I don't mean just like know you, but like know your heart, know your soul. They they know the type of person that you are. Um, And I think that's where you want to find that person that you're compatible with and that you work with that you can share those things with. Um, so that they can help you with your best interest, right? It's yeah. just surrounding yourself with the people that are going to look out for you and give you advice based on you and not necessarily their emotions and what they get out of it. Okay. And I think yeah. that's really hard to find.
0: Absolutely. Because you almost have to find somebody that's been healed themselves, right?
1: For sure. Like, I think that's a lot of times why you and I have great conversation because we can, we can understand a mm. lot of that, you know yeah. what I mean? Where it's like, listen, I... I understand how this feels I know this sucks here's where I went or here's how it might feel after or mm-hmm. I don't know and there's that trust there right where yeah there's some people where you're like nah. they can tell me like I have one really good friend she's always my go-to because she can tell me right gear shit together or like stop thinking or just basically smack me across the face right yeah but our relationship has got us to the point where she can say that stuff And I'm like, damn it, you're right. Instead of being like, listen, you don't know me, you don't know my situation, and getting defensive about it. Oh, yeah. You know, like, it takes a certain relationship, it takes certain people to be able to do that, and I think if you are fortunate enough to have those people in your life, hold on to them. Yeah. Because that is, that is valuable. It's
0: valuable stuff. People that you can actually be open and honest with, and almost vulnerable, kind of.
1: Yeah. You're not so worried about judgment. Yeah. You know? I mean, I think everyone naturally judges. It's a thing, but... That you're not worried you know at the end of the day they still got your back you're still a team all that jazz
0: okay yeah I agree I like that that's pretty good what do you think um, in terms of the the healing process and the self-love process what do you think is the most important lesson to take away what's what's like one of the hardest things that you had to go through if you would say during this like self-love self-discovery phase that you think has transformed you the most
1: Damn. So just like overall big picture, huh? Um. Just,
0: yeah. I mean, like what's one of the, so like I know for me, letting go of this like identity that's been built for me of who I had to be, who I had to meet, who I had to be around and like understanding that, listen, dude, you can let go of that shit and you can just be whoever you want, right? Like the things I'm doing now, a fucking podcast, YouTube channels, like all this shit that I've got, you know, the media company, the property management company, all the real estate, like all this stuff that I have was never something that like we were taught or learned as a kid. Yeah. Like, my, my family never taught me how to do that. And like right. being able to let go of you have to get into this 9-to-5 career. You have to do that same thing until you're 65. You have to retire at 65 and then be done. You have to like do all these tiny little smart things. I mean, I grew up and I think it's very smart, but don't spend money you don't have. And I think it's a very, very smart thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. in order to grow a business and build these things that I have today, I've gone into some debt. And right. it was hard for me to do that because I know at some point I, kind of I was
1: conditioned. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. conditioned
0: that I could not leverage debt as credit. It was like unless you had a mortgage, but that was the only acceptable way to do it. Don't take credit card debt. You don't do anything like use investors. Mm-hmm. You don't do any of that stuff. Whereas now I've let go of that and it's allowed me to grow and explode and become all this more. So that and then the divorce, the divorce was big. Like that was yeah, huge. I mean, for sure. Nobody in my family's ever gotten into divorce. Uh-huh. Nobody in our extended okay, listen, family's ever gone through divorce. we're like,
1: the oldest. We're the experimental. And that's exactly, <laughs> okay. yeah. it's, it's fine. <laughs> well, you're
0: not wrong either because that's that's the thing. Like, we oh. try and, like, forge this path. I mean, I even look at my little sister. Yeah. Like, I got to her to live out here for almost yeah. a year, and, and that would never have happened if I hadn't gone full bananas and just done my thing. Well,
1: and our parents don't know what they're doing.
0: Right. So <laughs> we're the test
1: child. I mean, yeah. come on. We could be way worse, you know?
0: Yeah. So I, I think me looking at things, that's the hardest okay. thing for me, okay. being yep. able to let go and understand, you know what, Josh, you're getting in a divorce. Like this is happening. Yeah. You need to accept it and you need to make the most. And it's going to be, it's part of your path. It's part of your journey. You have to go through this in order to get to that next phase that I, that the universe or for God sure. needs to take you to. Yeah. So like me being able to let go and understand that was hard. It was very, very, very difficult.
1: Okay. So for me i think one of my biggest things and yeah for sure is i have always been a pleaser i you know i never want to disappoint i am terrified for somebody to be disappointed in me was terrified for somebody to be disappointed in me i guess because i think that also comes with a lack of self-confidence and just figuring out who you are and all that jazz
0: yeah
1: so And I don't know if it is part of like being the oldest and having, you know, a big family and different things with my parents. I never wanted to disappoint my parents. I never wanted, Mm. I always wanted people to think highly of me. I was pretty big at, you know, following the rules, um, have a very guilty conscience, like all that jazz. And I would kind of shape myself um, to be a person that I thought whether it was my parents, society, okay. you know, whatever it was, wanted me to be. And I actually got in a really interesting conversation with um, this person that I'm dating okay. about just how even that that perception. So let's call him. Having, let's call him.
0: Let's give him a name. Let's give him a name. No. Can we call him Eric? I, I like Eric. Eric's cool name. If I had a friend, his name would be Eric. <laughs> let's call Eric.
1: Okay. That's weird. But whatever. I'll play along with it. We'll call him Eric. Um, so, but we were talking about how, so I have so much pressure, right, that I'm putting on myself because I'm trying to be this person that I think my parents want me to be. I think yeah. that society and yeah, yeah. all this stuff wants me to be. Fit in this
0: bubble, right? This this bubble that they've created For sure. of who, who you're supposed and to be. And I yeah. don't
1: want to disappoint that. Right. But it's crazy now, looking back on it, who's the one that put all that pressure on? Yeah. Myself. Who's the one? It was my perception.
0: Of what they wanted you to do That
1: created the perception of me that I thought they had. Yeah. Right, so like I'm making all of this up. I don't want to disappoint them. Um and obviously the divorce, I'm going to say it was a pretty big disappointment, you know. Yeah. I don't I don't think that's it's definitely not anything that they're proud of.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's not
0: a life goal of ours either, right? But
1: I the 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 pain I felt, the just, it was way too big, way, way too much that I didn't care if I was disappointing them any anymore. And I needed that breakthrough to be able to figure out more about myself and focus on myself and mm-hmm. say, you know what, I don't right now, all I have is me. I don't give two shits about what anyone thinks. I went through this whole fuck the world stage that now I laugh at a little bit just at my attitude because I seriously didn't give two shits on judgment and this and that. But it was also so freeing at that time because I didn't care. I wasn't living up to anyone's standards or, you know, I wasn't trying to please anyone. I was just trying to survive, to be honest, emotionally and just. And that was a huge thing for me is the more you start to focus on disappointing others or, you know, like trying to morph yourself to be somebody that other people are gonna accept and this and that. Yep. You're you're losing yourself. You're losing who you are.
0: You almost start living a life of you you start living other people's life. Yeah, and you never
1: the thing is, these people never even said this is what they (laughs) expected me. I I like created that whole thing. And it's so wild where it's just wild you do it to yeah. yourself but it's crazy you know what the mind and the body and all that can do it's nuts but yeah i think definitely being okay with disappointing people even now little decisions right hmm. where it's like eh, if i do this are people gonna judge or you know my family's a big part of my family they're gonna feel a little disappointment this and that yeah, whatever. They'll get over it. If they love me at the end of the day, yeah. they'll be there. Honestly, everyone spends so much freaking time thinking about themselves and their own situations. They probably right. gave it three minutes, if that, out the window. Yeah, that's until true. Until you pop back in their life for a second.
0: Absolutely. Nobody cares. So,
1: and then, like I said, it's just way more freeing and you're like, cool, I got me. I can do me. And at the end of the day, if it is just me, I'm finally okay with that. Like, yeah. It's okay. I can be stable.
0: Cool. Be <laughs> Being Yeah, stable-ish. But no, that's that's so true, though, because think about, like, people, like, even even you and I, right? I don't, yeah. I don't think about, um, I don't know, some guy that we saw earlier when we were hanging out, like, we, I don't even think about that guy, but he probably did something that he's like, oh, shit, I fucked up, and, like, now they're going to think about like It's just in his head, and that's all oh, he thinks about. I've like, I've already forgot the guy's name, like his face, mm-hmm. his, like, everything about, like, but we think that everybody is so focused on us, when in yeah. reality... Everyone's just focused on They're themselves. Everyone's doing the same yep. bullshit in their own fucking mm-hmm. head.
1: Yep. Everyone's so fixated, so fixated on that. So then that's also interesting. This is kind of getting off whatever. But when you start to figure people out and you start to figure that out, yeah. right? If you go into a store and, you know, okay. For example, drive-thru, right? People yeah. are going through drive throughs all the freaking time. Yep. People are hey, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. What do you want to order? This. When you ask one of those people, oh, I'm great. How's your day? They're like, holy shit. I have to like, what? You're asking me? I've had multiple people that are like, thank you for asking me how my day is. And you're like, that is so, so sad. Everyone's so fixated in their own world. And if you're able to pay attention, what is is it for me to say, hey, how are you today? Yeah, Nothing. Nothing. That's literally two seconds of my life. And I just changed that person's whole world around. Not to mention, I could start a conversation and learn something crazy or be connected in some sort of way like that's even just staying open to opportunity right and so once you can learn to use that for yourself and just appreciating others or you know taking the extra step to make somebody else feel good it's insane you feel Mm -hmm. like you you know
0: you're just rocking and rolling you can control things almost yeah and then people look to you because
1: you're you know making them feel a certain way that and it's so sad that so many people go through their day and they don't converse or they don't feel appreciated and that to me is so sad because everyone has so much to give and so much to offer
0: mm-hmm. do you think that there's a um a political effect like i i almost feel like the political environment of today is uh, a huge contributor to the reason that we feel like everybody's like we're all at each other's throat kind of like we just see oh, somebody terrible and assume that Judgement. like they hate us or we hate them or yeah. something oh yeah
1: everything's you're judged off of everything yeah. right now and you know that's just assumed yeah uh, so much assumption and judgment oh it's heartbreaking it's terrifying i hate yeah. it
0: instead of everybody being along yeah. and being happy and, so and
1: everyone like coming together asking how your day was yeah no god Everyone's forbid, at you, each other's you, better, you better ask with the damn megaphone from 15 feet yeah. away nowadays
0: that and you can't put a damn sign or flag in your yard without somebody ripping it down peeing on it or shooting you yeah crazy but that's that's very interesting though okay so you're you're the biggest thing you've taken away is just really relinquishing the paradigm that people will really yeah. that we build for just ourselves being confident
1: in my own decisions and yeah. not you know
0: not worrying about the yeah. perception of other I people i am
1: confident i can handle people judging it's fine and people judge no matter what so mm-hmm.
0: do you feel like uh i guess where you are today do you think you've healed through a lot of the things of your past do you think you're at, at a healthy place right now
1: Oh, a thousand percent yeah. for sure. Now, do does that mean that I don't have, you know, places that still yep. require growth? Not at all. I think, like I said before, I don't. I think there's always room for growth. Yeah. And I think growth is very, very important. But yes, I. Wow. Is it crazy? This stuff, I mean, even just shit a year ago, six months ago, it's nuts. So then thinking back six years ago. Totally different person, right? Totally different person. And
0: what do you think it was that put you on the path to work, to get to where you are today, to to make you that whole different person? Because a lot of times, like when I get hit up with questions and stuff, and people are asking things, they're like, "How do I? How do I change? Like, how do we become that different person?" And a lot of times, I. I tell them like, you have to take action, figure out what you want to do and take action towards it, which means letting go of things, breaking up with people, yeah. changing jobs. You job get screws. a little uncomfortable. You have to do something. And I yeah. had
1: to get a hell of a lot uncomfortable cause I got way outside my comfort zone. I mean, especially with divorce, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. Whew, talk about disappointing and, yeah, and standing up for yourself and different things. Like, yeah, I think you just, you have to get uncomfortable. Something has to eat at you. Something, if you, if you're comfortable, you're. I think it's really hard to say that you're going growing. to grow yeah. much. You know what I mean? Like, and sometimes even for me now, where I think I'm doing pretty good, and I try, you know, to stay consistent with growing and always learning and keeping my own mind open and being around people that can have these kind of conversations with to continue to grow. Mm. Um, but I can also feel now when I'm starting to get back into that like mindset or comfort where I'm like oh, shit, okay, I've worked at this job for this long. I've been around these people. I've been in this, like, Mm -hmm. I'm settling. And I don't even know that I want to put that title on it, but I can just tell I'm coasting. Yeah. And that's when I go, okay, I got to change something here. Whether it's, like, maybe I need to look for a new job. Maybe it's just a new certification. Um, Something that I need to get myself outside the comfort zone to open back up to possibilities to keep growing and to keep learning. Mm -hmm. And for me, I think encountering new people – is a huge way for me to grow personally learning about other people helps me kind of change my outlook and perspective and hearing other people's thoughts and stuff out that causes me to grow or you know sometimes people just say the right thing and you're like oh shit so that's why i've been feeling that way or this and that or their outlook and so for me i have to make myself get out into new situations be around new people um when i start to feel that way
0: so getting yourself comfortable Feeling uncomfortable, 100%.
1: Yeah,
0: almost getting excited about it. Really, probably, for sure, it's right? great.
1: Like, open yourself up to the possibilities, and it's exciting.
0: Let's see where it goes. Yeah, that's what a fantastic point. Um, shifting back to kind of like the the relationship side of things, and talking with like guys and stuff, because obviously I have a very I have a male perspective uh-huh. and a masculine perspective yeah. on things. So it's good to hear, kind of, and give the audience for a taste sure. of and like and what forth. does the female side see, and. When you look at um, polarities in a relationship, right? We, we attract the opposite polarity. What do you notice in terms of from the female perspective? What do a lot of guys, what's like the most common mistake or thing that you think they do wrong in the dating game to try and like attract the female that they're looking for?
1: So I'm actually going to kind of go just overall person with this because okay. I think this is one of the biggest things and I think it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I truly believe that you attract what you put out, right? So, for instance, I'll just do it guy way since that's what you're kind of asking. If you're a guy, okay, mm-hmm. that is super into, I don't know, video games, watching TV, pretty chill, hanging out on the couch, going mm. home after work, just chilling. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. What's wrong with that is when you're trying to attract a person that is physically fit out at the gym, you know, yeah, growing, doing all these things. Well, dude, what do you, what, why, why would somebody like that be looking for somebody sitting on the couch? Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I want to you know take that in the best way possible. I don't mean that they're like a loser in this and that. Flip side, yeah, okay? No, I like get the I've example. had that with myself. If I'm chilling, right. I'm getting irritated. Like I don't know, dating, finding someone's exhausted. I don't really give shit anymore. So I'm mm-hmm. just gonna chill. I'm single. I'm gonna wear sweatpants and a hoodie every day. Sorry about it, Eric, because I basically yeah. do. <laughs> but um, if I'm doing that and I'm just chilling, why am I gonna? How? Why would I expect to attract a dude that's like? put together, um, out there motivated, this and that. It doesn't make sense. So that's even when yeah. I've had to turn inwardly, you know, a few months back, wherever, stupid things like, no, I'm going to like get my nails done because it just like shows that you're like taking care of yourself. You feel good about yourself. So that way I don't complain when somebody in ripped up sweatpants, you know, in. Chilling with crumbs on their shirt is yeah. the one that I'm attracting. Yeah. So I just think the biggest thing wild. is people setting these standards, but not living up to them themselves. And that's that's like a light bulb that's clicked with me probably about six months ago or okay. so. And honestly, wild. um, The Secret, that book, yeah. I had a friend say, read this book, and it kind of explains all of that, which was wild, because it was like kind of right yep. after I made this connection. Yep. Yep. Oh my God, hands down, loved it. Quick read, I think anyone mm-hmm. should read it. But yeah, where you're just, why Why would you expect something from somebody else? Or why do you think that you deserve that kind of a person when you're not even stepping up to the plate and being that person? You know right. what I mean? A person of that that status, why would they be attracted to you? Yeah.
0: And I think it's important to, because on that same note, right, understanding that what you are is what you attract. The energy you put out is what, what you attract yeah. is not necessarily saying if I am a masculine man and do these masculine quality things like take charge, make mm-hmm, decisions, mm-hmm. you know, own mistakes, like do these things that I'm necessarily going to, uh, to attract masculine energy. Right. I will attract whatever the energy is that I'm putting out. I will attract that same energy back. Right.
1: For me, it's just that you're working on yourself, whether it's yeah. physically, mentally, mentally, you know, whatever it is, you're working on yourself. And I don't even mean like, yep. hey, I want somebody that goes to the gym, so I better be in the gym. I don't even think it has to be that. Yeah. It's just I want somebody that's active. I mean, and I'm actually saying this, like, for me personally, I yeah. do want somebody that's active. I I like to do things. I'm a doer. I'm not very good at sitting on the couch. So, but why would I expect to attract somebody that's active if my ass is sitting on the couch? And it doesn't have to be even the same things, like I said, the gym necessarily. Like, mm-hmm. maybe you're into mountain biking, but to me that's – you're growing. If like right. you're out there doing stuff, you're challenging yourself. It's that whole mental mindset of somebody that I'm looking for too. Yeah. So.
0: What about on the, so you're, you're, we're talking very uh, kind of like physical features and stuff and understanding kind of like the energy put out on the physicality side. What about the emotional side of life? What do you think are the, those same principles, do they apply on the emotional side?
1: I, I honestly think they're kind of all wrapped in okay. to each other. Yeah. And I think sometimes I've know this, noticed or made this connection of, Guys that I've been around, if they're more active, um, and I use that term lightly, like I know mm-hmm. between myself and my family and stuff, we can get very intense with the word active, you know? Yeah. But I just mean out and doing things, right? Like right. Like just active, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I think typically you're going to be growing mentally and emotionally. I think there's something, there's a lot of stuff – that connects with how your mentality is, um, your mental toughness, all of that with being somebody that's active in doing things, right? I think yeah. it's a lot easier to be in a pity, depression, poor me mode, mm-hmm. or to just kind of settle in this and that if you're stagnant and you're just chilling and you're just going through life's... You know, right. day in and day out, you kind of have your routine and you're waiting for somebody to bust into your routine. Well, sorry about it, but, like, yeah. you got to open yourself up and get out there. And so I think when people put themselves out there, step out of their comfort zone, um, then to me that your mentality is already in a different place in my mm-hmm. book, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because I do, I also know that it's a fight every day. I don't think it's always easy to get yourself up, to get out. I mean, especially nowadays when everyone's freaking working from home and remote and this and that, you can easily get in a slump and not do stuff. So even if you just see somebody out walking on the street, like just getting yourself out and walking, Mm -hmm. to me, you're already – your mentality, like you're choosing one step better for yourself.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Do you think that there's a sense of – um, two people being able to provide value. Like you need to be able to come to the table and be like, I can bring value to the table for person X or whoever it is that you're mm-hmm. in a relationship with. And if they can't return some sort of value to help me grow and become a better person, discover more stuff. Like if they can't provide the value too, then it, it leads to this stagnation almost where like you're no longer interested and you lose this yeah. interest in them.
1: Yeah. Um, and I think people d- provide value in all different ways. And I think that shifts depending on what you have going on. Mm -hmm. Right. I think that's a big thing with relationships is kind of figuring out your song and dance. Um, Like right now, I know in my relationship, I am the one that's like growing or I'm having a harder time because I'm getting a little bit uncomfortable. okay? Okay. So, and I've, and I've voiced that. And so like right now, I think that he is providing a lot of value helping me grow as a person that's ultimately going to help us grow together mm-hmm. but I also know that there's going to be a shift where at some point I'm going to you know be the one that is supporting and helping and kind of maybe being the rock while he is figuring out something else Yeah. so I think it's figuring out yeah just figuring out your song and dance and kind of bouncing back on I don't know who's I don't know
0: Do you think it goes in waves to where one person provides value and then another person does? Or do you think that you're always providing value, but... The percentage changes. It's just... Okay.
1: You know, like, I think you're always... Because if I wasn't providing any value to him, then that's just energy being sucked out of him. Yeah. No one wants that. Right. Right? So... I think it definitely... But right now, I think he's got a little more in there he's
0: bringing more to the yeah, table you
1: know or he is helping a little more or whatever i don't i guess i don't know the but words but i want to maybe to you
0: right yeah he's bringing a lot of value to you yes. do you think there's things though that you do because i i'm i'm only bringing this up because i think he's in the relationship for a reason if, yeah. you d- if you weren't i don't think he would be around oh
1: no for sure right for sure so
0: like there's something that you're bringing to the table that that brings that like that sense of emotional value to him Oh, yeah. Sorry. And
1: he says that because I worry. Right. So here's me getting <laughs> in my own head of like, holy shit, you're yeah. being so patient and helping me. And like, I'm going to voice to you and I'm going to be upfront saying that, like, this is a growing stage for me and you're scaring the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. But also that's not going to cause me to back down because I I'm very much okay. into this. But you just got to be patient because I'm coming. So, like, just just be patient and be there. And I'm worried that I'm going to wear you down or that you're going to not be able to handle this and leave. And he oh. very much is like, okay, no, that's not the case. So shut up. I mean, doesn't say that. So, but you know what I mean? Yeah. That's my perspective because of what I'm feeling. And
0: so do you think that this is this growth phase then that you're kind of going through as you, it's not, I guess it's not really like a growth phase, but it's more of you recognizing almost like a match and being scared of it?
1: Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. And I think I kind of touched base with you on this little bit in the car where <laughs> it's, it's, once you find something that you almost have to justify in a person mm-hmm. of maybe like a relationship working out or something, or to me, it's like your big red flag. Yeah. Okay, it's cool. Hit my big red flag. I enjoy this person. We can have fun. But I know, I already know, long term, it's not happening. Like I can already look down the road and go, this isn't happening. Yeah, yeah, so now yeah. I can chill. Right. Because I feel somewhat in control of, I guess, my emotions, or I know I'm not putting my heart on on the table to get uh-huh. crushed. Because I've already decided You've I already put closed my heart out on the table. Right. Right? Where right now, just gonna be honest, this is scaring the living shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> because every day is a decision of do I suck back to my old self, do I put my guard up and just stay in my safety zone? Or do I put myself out there and yeah, and there's the a big possibility that like shit's gonna hit the fan and I yeah. am gonna go down hard. But the possibility and the feeling of where it's headed and what's at the end is so much more fulfilling mm-hmm. that I am slowly getting over that fear of like, I'm, I'm going to get
0: crushed. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to the part one of this interview. Uh, coming out next episode is going to be the part two. So it's actually just as long. We went for about an hour and a half or an hour and 40 minutes. Um, so it's, it's a very in-depth conversation, but it continues. So make sure to check us out. Mariah continues to go in depth on everything that we talked about in terms of relationships, dating advice for everybody else, moving forward and perspective coming from a male side or from the female side. So check us out. Make sure you guys go to fulfillment underscore podcast on Instagram. Give me some DMS. Let me know the feedback if you guys like from this episode, as well as go on Apple podcast. Be sure to rate us and follow us there. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you in the next one. Bye.